0: Well, hello there. And welcome to the debut episode, episode 1 of Walk the Way. This is a podcast by me, Riley Blanton, and him, Stephen Kent.
1: Uh how's it going, Stephen? Oh, it's so good. What a beautiful morning, Riley
0: is it is so early we are we are recording this pretty pretty dang early but we've been trying to make this happen for a little while and working on this podcast for even longer and I'm really excited about walk the way I know a lot of you guys are tuning in especially this first episode who listened to our collaborations on Beltway Banthas or maybe you tuned into the Star Wars report back in the day, uh, and we're going to talk about actually this very podcast and tell you a little bit about the future of, of well, one, how much how much Star Wars talk is there going to be? That's the real question, <laughs> um, and I think uh, we're going to save that for the very end of the the show. But I want to dive straight in, Stephen, to kind of what we wanted to do with Walk the Way, and 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 discuss the intersection of all things pop culture uh and philosophy and I just want to jump straight in and ask you some questions about one of my favorite pieces that you did for your sub uh substack which is This is the way and it was a piece really on um I would say the the greatest Star Wars movie of all time Rise of Skywalker I'm sure <laughs> <is you. laughs> it's uh it's definitely
1: it's definitely a movie. Uh I know I know that <laughs> to be a, certain. It's a movie. No, it's
0: funny because I um We can have we can we will have probably multiple iterations of sequel trilogy conversations on this podcast over time. Mm -hmm. But I'm almost proud of you because transparently, uh, for those listening who don't know, I don't think it was your favorite of the of the sequels. Um, If if I had to guess from our brief conversations here and there about it, so I'm almost kind of proud that you really dug in on the philosophy of Rise of Skywalker in this piece. I really enjoyed it.
1: I have a strong motivation to love Star Wars, even when it is not deserving of Mm -hmm. my affection. And that manifests itself in always trying to look for what is the silver lining of every movie? What is the thing that I can learn from any Star Wars property? Uh, And yeah, no, the the sequel trilogy is not my favorite, uh, but I also don't hate it. And The Rise of Skywalker Episode Nine, is... I think uh, probably the bottom of the barrel for Star Wars movies for me. It used to it used to be Episode Two, Attack of the Clones, and uh, now Episode Two of the Attack of the Clones is looking pretty good. Uh, but you know this <laughs> this movie, I actually just there's an ending uh, that is highly controversial, much mm. discussed among Star Wars fans, and something that I think about a lot as being incredibly valuable, and that is ray skywalker
0: mm, yeah have you seen that um viral video clip i've seen it clipped on a few instagram reels and tiktoks and stuff of uh, a theater reaction and it's a group of what sounds like five to ten very rowdy 13 to 17 year old girls who were really not wanting her to say ray skywalker they were on team ray nobody and I, who knows if this is even a real video or if this is just somebody superimposing on it you know how these things work but basically yeah. right at the end at the at the final build up at the slow zoom as she's like who are you says the old lady and uh there's just like screams in the background.
1: no don't say it no um
0: yeah and Of course, you know- she, she says <laughs>
1: I, I wonder I wonder about the authenticity of of things like that. But you know, there yeah. are there's there's so many weird dividing lines in fandom. There are these traditionalists within the Star Wars fandom who really wanted to see sort of Rey uh, go her own path. Uh, there mm-hmm. are these sort of uh, I think people who really wanna see new traditions or new things happen in Star Wars that have never happened before. So the idea of having a Skywalker name or bearing the Kenobi name, uh, that's also not great. The idea of Ray Nobody was uh, pretty new for Star Wars. The idea that you didn't have to come from uh, a famous family or bear a legacy name in the Star Wars universe to be powerful or important. So Ray Nobody as laid out in the Last Jedi episode eight mm-hmm. was actually a, a rather, you know, revolutionary or, or progressive, if you will, idea for Star Wars. And then the rise of Skywalker takes us backwards in a sense, but not in the way that people think. Ray is a Palpatine. We learn that she bears the heritage uh, in this movie of the villain of the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. Emperor Palpatine, that she is sort of like the. The granddaughter of his test tube son. So he has a clone out there, and the clone then had a child. So that's who she is. Uh, but that's not where she ends her story. By the end of the movie, like you said, she comes across this old lady on Tatooine at the home of Luke Skywalker, where he grew up. And she's burying Luke's lightsaber along with that of Ben Solo, and the old lady asks her who she is. And she has this moment of pause where she would obviously say, you know, I'm Ray or, you know, I'm nobody is what she said at the very beginning of that Star Wars trilogy. Uh, or she could have said, I'm, I'm Ray or I'm, I'm Ray Palpatine. And mm-hmm. she pauses and she says, I'm Ray, Ray Skywalker. And you know, I, I was in a theater too. It was dead silent. I think people were just being respectful and, and taken in the movie. I've seen clips online where people cheer, I've seen clips online where people boo because the last name that she bears is supposed to say something about us and what fans want to see for their own lives.
0: Mhm. Well, I'm in cuz you draw a comparison with the sort of the journey as compared by Seneca, one of the one of the stoics in the piece. And I think I'm just curious like how and you also wrote about this in in How the Force Can Fix the World like Ray's struggle with her heritage and ev- eventual like self-definition. Do you mind walking through like why you think that's one controversial and two The whole idea of self-definition is kind of a theme in Star Wars, but here it's just very literal. It's the actual choosing of the name.
1: Yeah, so I think I I just want to start by saying that my big theory going into The Rise of Skywalker was that we were going to have the Jedi phase out, that we were going to end, end the era of the Jedi Order entirely, just like Luke Skywalker teased in The Last Jedi, that the time of the Jedi needed to end. Uh, and that we are going to have a new sort of order of force users, people who use the force for good, and that they were going to call themselves skywalkers uh, uh mm-hmm. it, it actually made a lot of sense to me there was something in the trailer where ray was doing sort of like a, a backflip over over a tie fighter that was about to run her over and the way that she sort of runs through the air i was like oh like this is where we're going she's going to become a skywalker and there are going to be more skywalkers but it's going to be a, a name that people take on like an order and, you know, actually, I think we're sort of headed in that direction. But the reason I love that is because my dad always called me Skywalker. I'm a, I've am ai been a huge mm. Star Wars fan my whole life. And my dad has always sort of viewed me as that that kid sort of staring off at the twin sons, dreaming of th- something bigger. I've always just sort of been a dreamer, uh, easily distracted, thinking about the future, as Yoda might say. (laughs) Never Uh, your mind here in the moment. Never, never is my mind here and now in the moment where it belongs. And so my dad just always called me Skywalker. It'd be like over dinner, or I would call him and ask, How are you doing? He'd go, Hey, Skywalker. And so for me, there was already that sense that as a Star Wars fan, as a dreamer, as someone who thinks about this stuff all the time, that you know what? I'm a Skywalker too. Like, that's what it means to be one. And so, Ray has this choice about where she wants to come from. There's a philosopher, you mentioned his name, Seneca. He's one of the Stoics uh, of Roman philosophy. Uh, and he was the advisor to Emperor Nero, just a really, really bad guy. Um, and not a not a great gig either. No, um, not say. a great gig. Um, Seneca Seneca was living in exile at the time that Nero's mother called him out of exile to serve the new emperor of Rome and be his advisor. Uh, and I, I guess, I guess you know, it worked out for him. He got to be rich and and well connected and powerful, but uh, at the cost of serving a true monster. And at that time, Seneca is writing letters uh, to one of his friends, Lucilius. And in Letters from a Stoic, the collection of those letters, he writes to him a little bit about, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. Not from Letters from a Stoic. This is from his uh, his book and collection on the shortness of life. Uh, he mm-hmm. has a passage where he's talking a little bit about heritage and how you can choose to become a new person based on who you read and who you study. I'll read that passage for you. Seneca says, We are in the habit of saying that it was not in our power to choose the parents who were allotted to us, that they were given to us by chance, but we can choose whose children we would like to be. There are households of the noblest intellects Choose the one into which you wish to be adopted, and you will inherit not just their name, but their property too. Nor will this property needed to be guarded meaningly, nor will this property need to be guarded meanly or grudgingly. The more it is shared, the greater it will become.
0: Hmm. Dang. So, uh, I'm going to cut you off there. I Do you think JJ is a little bit of a stoic? that's that's that mm-hmm. is the 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 parallels are so on the nose of of ray's journey like choose, it it's I, I like the it's the the old sort of the translation of the old phrasing of choosing whose children you want to be it's a kind of different way of framing the exact same question with when the little, little ladies who are you like but it's the same exact question mm-hmm. um and it's it's fascinating um her response i was um i was a pretty big fan of 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 race skywalker but i understand i think on the fandom level the sort of divide about i think the interpretation uh, to kind of steel man the i think the people who really didn't like that choice were concerned about it kind of stripping her uh, individual identity um uh, and heroism uh, away and sort of like it's sort of taking on the mantle of um so, someone who what, wasn't the one who defeated um palpatine mm-hmm. but I, I think but to me i think what jj was doing in, in rise of skywalker what jj abrams was doing in ray's journey is her kind of finishing what they started and and they being the jedi order and he makes that very literal win uh in the scene where she's confronting palpatine at the end and and kind of takes on the encouragement and and sort of the um the legacy of the jedi Mm-hmm. Um. In in that moment, when you hear all the voices of the different uh, Jedi throughout history, well, so there's,
1: there's, to there's, me, there's, that's what I, I always saw it. Yeah, I mean, and there's this this thread in the, the sequel trilogy about the past, about tradition, and the history of the Jedi, and whether or not it matters. This is one of the hugely controversial things among Star Wars fans about The Last Jedi, the fact that Rey goes to this island where Luke is, is, is holed up, and he's got a lot of the ancient Jedi texts there in that tree slash library. And at the end, uh, Luke is discouraged and he decides that he wants to burn all of it. And he attempts to burn all of those ancient Jedi texts. Uh, and Yoda appears an apparition to stop him, uh, tells him, you know, how, how, how to be a better master, how to deal with failure, get back on his feet, all that good stuff. Uh, and then he does in fact burn the tree down. Um, But Ray had one book that she did sneak out, one of the Jedi texts about the Jedi history. And so a lot of that stuff did burn. So the past is not the only thing that matters. But Yoda does say to Luke, you know, she already has everything that she needs inside of her. I think that who we read and the history that we're familiar with. It has a huge part in determining the kind of people who we become. It expands our sense of what is possible. I mean, if you go through your life with, I don't know, like an abusive family in the middle of nowhere, you're completely isolated from others, you have no idea... That there are even people who might think better about the world, who might have organizing philosophies that could lift you up. If you've never read a book, you have no context. Think about like a movie like matilda right have you seen that movie
0: i haven't i have to confess
1: yeah i mean matilda's the story of this girl with just like emotionally abusive awful cruel parents and she sneaks away to the library and just reads 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 and she's Mm -hmm. she's smarter than them she's bolder than them her parents i mean and it's because she just reads books and she learns about amazing heroes and that's how we learn how to unlock parts of ourselves and Ray, by spending time reading about the Jedi, by spending time around Luke Skywalker, by saying this legacy, this guy's history, I want to be a part of that. We all do that in our lives, in all sorts of different contexts, based on how we spend our time.
0: Yeah, no, that's so true. It's so true. I think um, I I forget the saying, you like. You are you are the average of your five closest friends. Um, but I remember reading about that, that, that's not just that, that, kind of includes the people you choose to let influence you in terms of what you're reading or listening to, or, um, I don't know, podcasts or books, you you name it in in today's era, um, that, that circle of influence, um, is, is there. It's very real. And I think, um, for Ray, it's a, um, it's, it's implied, which is one of the struggles with the movie. I think a lot of times, um, when it comes, I think two i think there are two uh, and this is where i'm going to put on my star wars nerd hat for a second all right guys i'm going to bring in the really nerdy star wars um discussion here but i think there are kind of two sins of omission when it comes to the structural plot of the sequel trilogy um and they are luke's uh downfall and and um the the whole story of of his his loss and failure of rebuilding the Jedi order that that is implied at best and briefly touched on in a series of different flashbacks, which are repeated from the perspectives of different characters lending to confusion for the audience Mm -hmm. uh, in the last Jedi. So that's really the only glimpses you get of his failure. You have sort of his version of the story and Kylo's version of the story. And you kind of have to merge those two to get some version of the truth. Um, when when the that flashback happens twice throughout the movie, so that's one. It's sort of the omission of or the skipping over of of Luke's um, personal struggles and failures in that area, which really sort of define the whole character for not for for Last Jedi and for Rise of Skywalker. Um, and in Ray's uh, context, it's the um, the the journey for an appreciation of uh, what that Skywalker identity means. I think we know as an audience what it represents. But um, and it's it's because of how much they were trying to cram in that last movie. There's so much they're trying to do. But I think that that is a sort of missing piece that would have helped, you know, fill out that puzzle and and help there be a bit a greater weight of emotional impact for Ray when she does take on that identity at the end. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the strange thing about the sequel trilogy. I think for me personally, as a fan, the struggles I have with it. Because I really, I, I enjoyed each of the sequel trilogy, each of the films individually as they came out. And then stitched together, for me personally as a fan, it was more about the missing pieces yeah. that didn't connect, not actually anything that was kind of on screen.
1: Yeah, I, I think for a lot of fans who felt a little alienated by the, the sequel trilogy, you hear a lot of this about Ray's kind of character arc and whether or not she had Incredible struggles, you know. There's the there's the whole Mary Sue commentary that she was kind of always great and always had her powers, and you know, always was able to win every fight. And I, I think there's there is an argument to be made for some of that, but Ray's overall struggle is an identity struggle. She's trying to figure out yeah. uh, who she is, quite literally, where her parents are, and then whether or not uh, that matters. And so putting aside whether or not she did the work and had the kind of failures and defeats that Luke Skywalker had, um, her entire story is one of identity and trying to figure out who your tribe, who your people are. Uh, And she chooses the way of the Skywalker life. Uh, She knows Luke, she knows Leia, she knows what they've been through, what they've accomplished. I think it's an incredibly beautiful testament to say, "All right, you know, girl from nowhere, orphan. Uh, she's a child of a monster who doesn't want to ever bear the Palpatine name. Um, whose lineage do you want to continue? You know, just to say, I'm part of this. I mean, this is exactly what what Seneca was saying when he wrote this." Um, you know, he is mm. saying that there are households of the noblest intellects choose the one you wish to be adopted to you'll inherit their name and their property too. I gosh, even the fact that she's standing there literally on Luke Skywalker's <laughs> family property, uh, bur- burying Skywalker lightsabers, uh, and adopting his name. This is, this is what it's all about. And for fans, You know, they can debate whether or not it makes sense. They can debate whether or not it does credit to Luke Skywalker himself, who is, you know, the hero who is being upheld as too good to be associated with Ray, is usually the implication when people (laughs) don't like that. Uh, But then it's a commentary about you. If Ray can choose that name, so can you you can be a skywalker you can be that hero and the continuer of that legacy again like as someone whose dad kind of always called him skywalker like it's it's part of who i am i feel that sort of that sort of hero's journey you know light inside mm-hmm. of me that luke gave all of us and it's just cool that if ray can be a skywalker you can too cuz that's the point
0: that's that's so true. Look at us nerding out about Star Wars. I'm shocked this happened. I'm absolutely, I'm not shocked at all. I, Steve, let me ask you, um, it's a little bit of a left turn, but I teased it at the beginning of the podcast because um, I, I think one, uh, we'll have in the notes for this episode, a link to the Substack piece because you really do a great job of sort of breaking down some of the underlying Stoic philosophy that very much parallels um, that i that question of identity, which I think actually applies to us in a very real way, in the same way that I think you and I both grew up, uh, where Star Wars is sort of a um, lesson in in morality. We we it, it shapes our worldview. Uh, the the stories that mean a lot to us, and I think I wanted to just take a second here at the end of the uh, podcast to kind of actually talk through what we want to do here at at Walk the Way, especially talking to uh, longtime Star Wars reporter Beltway Bantha listeners, because I think this th- this project's been a this project's been a little bit of a journey for us while we f- kind of figure out. Um, the elements of pop culture, and you know the stories that we like, and how we want to actually approach doing a podcast about them.
1: Yeah, well, aka, okay, let's get real.
0: That's the the segment.
1: Yeah, well, you know, Beltway Banthas has been had been such a huge part of my life. I, I started that podcast back in. Uh, early 2016 to delve into the politics of Star Wars. So that means, you know, not just the in-universe politics, how does the Senate work on Coruscant, uh, but what are the ways in which Star Wars intermingles with the real world, you know, and Ted Cruz or Cory Booker or a presidential candidate offers a Star Wars quote in a speech or something like, what does that say you know to fans and, to, and about Star Wars itself? That's what Beltway Banthas was all about. It was such a huge part of my life for four or five years. Uh, and it was really important to a lot of of people who loved that show. And I left it behind a couple of years ago. And I have just been dying to start something new that I can continue to delve into the messages of Star Wars in a a deep and layered way. And that's what led me towards starting the substack. This is the way, you know, I I don't know how I was the first person to get to that before (laughs) someone stole that name for a a substack, but I, I got it. This is the way.substack.com is all about how you can find philosophy, uh, you know, virtue, uh, self-help kind of content in popular movies, television and books. And so the writing there is going to inspire this podcast, which is walk the way, uh, an actual, you know, discussion, a walking through of how you can live some of these virtues and some of these values that you pick up from popular culture. And so we're going to be diving deep in this podcast on a regular basis into the philosophy that you can find in these movies that you can enact in your daily life. Not what these movies are, I don't know, not exactly what these movies are trying to tell you from the director or the writer's perspective, but how you can look at the choices that characters make and apply them to your own choices that you're going to make day to day in your life. That's what I see us doing at Walk the Way. And I'm super excited because it's not just going to be Star Wars. We'll, we'll do other stuff too. Um, but Star Wars is probably, you'd say the foundation of it. <laughs>
0: spoiler alert there's going to be a lot of star wars but no that's that's i i that's a great way of characterizing it because i, I know especially um for you guys who listen to star wars report for for many many years uh i similarly um uh, walked the way away from 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 star wars <laughs> report um because I, transparently and i i recorded a final episode that 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 kind of stands on its own on sort of a, a state of uh, a fandom that it no longer was functional to do a a pop a pop culture star wars news show um and i think it was a natural chapter closing uh but it, it it's also sort of left that creative uh hole in my life of really wanting to talk about these stories and i'm i'm gonna actually i'm gonna lean it i just i just as you were speaking it, it reminded me um we've been uh Going back and forth for a few months now, we've recorded a little bit for the YouTube channel. Uh, we've been writing for the Substack a bit more as we kind of do, did a soft launch for this for the podcast and show here. And I remember you posted. Yeah, um, I think it was one. It was one of it was a talk at a convention or an event that that you. Spoke at recently, and he posted on your Instagram, and I was like, I, you know, I'm am am going to support Stephen as as he's pu- publishing more content related to this project we're we're going to work on, and so I'm 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 you know I'm liking the videos, and I and I wanted and I jump into the comments, and I see I don't know uh, who it was, but it was um, someone who said, just imagine getting like your uh, your influence for philosophy and how to live your life from movies and i just i i I paused and thought for a second my instinct was immediately to be ticked off Mm -hmm. uh, on behalf on behalf of my friend and be like well that's not very nice (laughs) um but but then i thought this this right here steve what we're doing we're just leaning into that yes a hundred percent we are we are the nerds that are going to um, say that uh, pop culture and these these stories, these franchise, even even the, the the cheap franchise entertainment, which we listen, we are in that era. If you watched, if you watched any recent DC or Marvel movies, we are in that era of sort of um, manufactured storytelling yeah. within the franchises of can stories. I, can but- I
1: add on that? Actually, Riley? yeah, yeah, go for it. What what, what you're saying, and, and I've heard this so many times too, and, and read it in the comments section. Imagine getting, you know, philosophy. From movies, you know your philosophy as if, as if you are somehow I don't a rube or strange because you look at Star Wars and think, oh, like this could impact my life. You know, think about the first time that you heard about power and responsibility probably from (laughs) Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. You probably watched that when you were under 10 years old and heard that, you remember that line because it's so impactful to Peter Parker. And then it's going to be something that as you grow older, you hear in more mature and serious contexts. The, the 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 stuff you watch when you're a kid you then will learn about where those things are informed over time. We we're talking about how you know watching a Star Wars movie led me to actually wanting to read Seneca and read ancient philosophy and Roman history uh, but you can also find the great power uh, great responsibility stuff in Marcus Aurelius, another emperor of Rome and in mm-hmm. history so one thing leads to another movies are just the gateway
0: oh for sure i think in a lot of the way in a lot of ways it's uh, i grew up listening to movie soundtracks and it informed my appreciation for classical music today and it's 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 the it's the root of foundation whether it's music or philosophy that i think um we we dis, we we discard our entertainment um at our own peril it, if we don't think about what it means. And that's not from like a hyper, I don't know, conservative worldview of like, you have to be extremely, um, protective about everything you expose yourself to. Actually, I think understanding a wide variety of philosophies, plural is, is a very healthy way to think about the stories. Um, because that's all these are, they're stories and, and human beings, uh, were created to see the world through the lens of storytelling. And so I think, um, whether it's uh, the Ahsoka series coming up, which we'll be, I'm sure we'll be talking about, or whether it's um, the sequel trilogy, or whether it's um, the prequel trilogy. You know, you and I are kids of the prequel generation. Uh, we're here to kind of step past just the surface level, and I would say, even say some of the more political. I think we're sort of departing from, from the Star Wars reports, more kind of just kind of news analysis, uh, and the Beltway Bantha is looking at the... Political lens, and actually just trying to step a few steps uh, deeper uh, in into the philosophy of the stories that we love. So, yeah, I'm really excited, man. Uh, I think um, that that pretty much wraps up this this kind of debut intro episode. Any saved rounds, uh, Steven, Any last uh, comments that you want to uh, share with the people? Maybe uh, where they can find uh, the ongoing Substack writing, uh, and then I'll uh, plug the YouTube channel and everything. Yeah, and, and take us home.
1: Yeah, the the Substack is this is the way dot uh, so that's where you can find a lot of the articles and the writing that's going to inform the podcast episodes that you know are like this and that you're watching right now. We do have a YouTube channel, like you mentioned. It is Walk the Way. Uh, And it already has videos on it, you know, and it's it's currently populated by two videos that have nothing to do with Star Wars. So, you know, (laughs) if you're interested in music uh, like that of Janelle Monae or Avenged Sevenfold, the first video on the channel is actually an analysis of uh, Avenged Sevenfold's new album. Life is but a dream, and Janelle Monae's new album, uh, "The Age of Pleasure," and whether or not we find our our value, our meaning, our purpose uh, in sex uh, and personal uh, gratification uh, mm-hmm. rather than the service of others, you know again we will find anything to, to dive deep on philosophy and how you find purpose in life so that's a heck of a video too uh, <laughs> when
0: when you when that I saw that was the very first topic uh, for the channel I was like wow that's a, just jumping right in uh, it's, man it is an interesting moment in pop culture um, the age of pleasure it's pretty I, I love I love the analysis so yeah check it out on YouTube um and then uh check out for the podcast here listen this is the first episode and this is actually one of those things where i'm going to get real technical for you guys that are still tuned in at the like credits portion of a podcast which listen i know how this works um but so if you are one uh thank you and uh we have we have a favor to ask uh if you've enjoyed especially if you're a listener to beltway banthas or star wars report um and want to help support the show as we get this off the ground just make sure you head to uh the uh, apple podcast uh Section and write as this as you're listening to this, it will be recently uh, listed in the podcast directory, and it makes a big difference in the first few days of of a podcast listening for its uh, rankings and discoverability. So, for helping people discover the show, uh, leave a rating and review on the the Apple podcasts uh, store. I always say iTunes because that's where we used to get podcasts because I'm that old. But no, <laughs> uh, use the Apple podcast app if, that, if that's what you use and leave a rating and review and it really helps get the the word out about the show. So that would be my one big ask. We'll be back. Uh, well, probably next week. I'll be coming back actually from Comic Con. Mm. Uh, I'm getting ready to actually like, kind of last minute. I'm, I'm, I'm heading out to help the legal geeks. Um, and I've noticed there's a few we'll see. I, uh, there's a few philosophy centric guests a few Star Wars themed um, panels and discussions. So I'm going to see what I can collect while I'm out there for the, for the podcast. I'm sure there will be some stories and anecdotes on the next edition of the podcast. Uh, But yeah, Steven,
1: thanks so much. Where can people find you on the, on the internet? Steven dot, I'm Steven (laughs) underscore Kent eight, nine uh, Mm -hmm. on Twitter. Nice. Uh, you can follow
0: me at the Riley guy on threads. No, I'm kidding. I like signed up and then never looked at it again. Like everybody else. Um, <laughs> it's, it's at the Riley guy on, on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me there. Uh, and until next time, uh, remember your focus determines your reality. Look at that a little, a little qui in the show.
1: It just good. felt, it felt That's right. Good. I'm going to, I'm no, going to make it a thing. Actually would, I actually would love if that were the thing.
0: Yeah. It's 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 the thing. I I think I'm gonna make it the thing. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's make that the thing. We'll uh, we'll make T-shirts of interest.